This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Addie. And I'm Tommy. And you're listening to Series 1, Episode 6, Darren Smiles. Ah, uh, Darren. I didn't know his muscles worked that <clears throat> way. <laughs> neither, neither did I. Actually, I did. I'm Because you're God. <laughs> I get it. You're God. Yes. Um, thank you for joining us. A uh, really quick thing before I even forget to do so. This week we'll have two episodes of Essential NPCs. Oh, that's right. The bonus content is coming out. Yeah, coming out Friday. Friday. Yeah. So you're going to get this. And then uh, if you're just really itching for some more uh, Essential NPCs with a lower sound quality and all that greatness. Um, and Aldor and Berenshi. Yeah, yeah. It's the only time you'll get to, to hear his, his story with our characters. Possibly... Some Goliaths. <laughs> it's true. There are there are some Goliaths. Uh, but both last episode and this episode actually hearken to the first two bonus content episodes a little bit um, to give a little bit of spoilers. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. They just kind of reference it a little bit. So those of you who listened to the first bonus episode, uh, the story will continue into the second bonus episode, which is coming out this Friday. Woohoo! So that's, that's my little announcement to begin the uh, podcast. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on into words with the DM. Hi. Hi, DM. Hi. Uh, and this is words with the DM talking about the previous episode. Thrinic gastronomy. Thrinic gastronomy. Yep. So let's talk a bit about thrinic gastronomy. Not like actually the subject of thrinic gastronomy. Oh, I was really no, upset. No, 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 no. That, Just that, the okay, episode yes. that was titled thrinic gastronomy. <laughs> I want that to be clear. <laughs> I mean, really, we... It's not a very I don't want to go lecture. into like a 10 minute lecture about Crowflaw. <laughs> Which is just a bowl of meat. It's a bowl of meat. It's a meat bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun episode. Lots of excellent role playing moments. And exposition. Yeah, and exposition. Some much needed exposition. Um, finally, the real uh, meat on the plot hook to, to pull us along. Only because you thwarted my initial plot hook. <laughs> Bitter much? No. <laughs> I like a challenge. Mm. It's a good thing you guys are challenging. We're special. So special. Uh, it was a fun episode to play and hopefully a fun episode to listen to. I mean, there wasn't any combat or anything, but there was some cool like character development. Or I don't necessarily think that uh, an episode has to have combat to make it interesting. Like, what, what are your favorite parts going back? Darren's uh, exchange with Ruth mm -hmm. or um, Bankard cudgeling people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, as you go back, it it's not necessarily the um, fight with the mimic that, like, you guys are like, this that is was the amazing. best. Yeah, yeah no, that's, yeah. So, uh, episode starts out with us drinking. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. Speaking of awesome role playing moments, the beginning of the episode. Every time I listen to this episode, uh, one part that I can't not laugh out loud at is... Uh, Take the shot? No, no. It's it's Seth going, Mountain Dwarf, oh, yeah. Mountain Dwarf. 
That was good. Just the drunken Kretlin shouting. I just have this perfect image of him like like lazily raising a hand and like a celebratory fist. Well, and it's kind of a fun moment because I, uh, you know, you and and Sean played the crowd. Yeah. Like you guys just naturally did that. Like that wasn't something that like had been planned. You just, yeah. and like at first I was like you guys aren't there. And then I realized you weren't playing yourselves and right. you were just like being ambiance. And I was like, all right, <laughs> cool. It was good because this episode was a lot of like discovering plot and, and preparing for the adventure. And it was, it was nice for us to kind of all begin the episode in that kind of lighthearted, like, all right, let's make this fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great. But kids, remember, you don't have to drink to have fun. <laughs> It's just more fun when you do. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'd like to talk more about uh, something that has been plaguing me since this episode, which is the, uh, what was it, one, two, three, eight missed perception tests? Eight missed perception tests. Hey, you guys, you know. There's four perception tests in Bryn's apartment. Mm -hmm. Nothing happens. Yep. And then... Well, nothing that you guys notice. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the problem here. And then, uh, and then we go out, we go shopping for a bit, and then when we get back to Raven's Rest, uh, you have us all roll again, and there's four more missed. And I think I rolled like a 23. You did. Yeah. So the DC on this perception test is higher than a 23. I don't know. Maybe there's nothing going on, and I'm trying to make you paranoid. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> hey. <laughs> the amount of, like, tension. like, And that was, so that was the fun thing about it was uh, it presented uh, the nice, challenging role-playing aspect of as soon as you asked Crethlin to roll perception and he rolled low and then you were like, carry on. All of us had to continue with the scene that we were doing as if we didn't just get alerted to the fact that there was something that could have been seen that was missed. <laughs> Uh, we had to continue to be like, okay, well, our characters don't know this, so then Darren and I just keep talking about stuff. We don't, we don't realize that we're missing whatever it is we're missing. Yeah, that's true. It was a great example of how not to metagame. Yeah. Which is really great. I mean, you always run the risk when you ask people to roll for something and they fail that people will be like, do I see anything? I shine a light in every dark corner. <laughs> is there any treasure here? Yeah. Can I check for treasure? Um, but yeah, metagaming is is an interesting thing um, that, I don't know, does it have a place? Does metagaming have a place at a table, really? <laughs> um, for those of you who may be like metagaming, what the fuck? Um, metagaming is, well, here, you go ahead and describe it. I'm sure you can. It's basically like taking the big picture view where you're, you're looking around as the player rather than the character, and you're asking to do things because of player knowledge instead of character knowledge. Right, and it's easy to do. It's really easy to do accidentally, and it's easy to do if you see it more of a game than a story. Yeah. Uh, if you take like the kind of gamer approach, like you're gonna you're gonna be someone who's more prone to meta gaming because yeah, you have to win. Right. You wanna you wanna win. You wanna use every edge and and like. That's why, you know, like if if your character's not there, then you don't get input. If you're if your character doesn't have a reason to say a certain thing or do a certain thing, like it, it's it's kind of taboo to to try and do that thing just because you think that I have a high charisma score. I'll try talking to them. Right. Yeah. But your original question was is there ever a time when metagaming is something you should do. Right. Does it have a place? Yeah. Um, and I would say, yes, there are two places. Mm. Um, when you have a new player and 
it comes to their turn and you suggest like, you know, hey, ranger, you could, this is your favorite terrain, right? Maybe you should like look around or ask right, about right. stuff that you know or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Guide, Helping them learn clear, the game, yeah. expanding the possibilities of another character right. rather than winning because we want to know everything or we want to find all the treasure or right. whatever. Um, and then the other one is an interesting scenario that I actually just came across uh, today in my home group where uh, you are a wizard in the school of divination. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a spell called portent okay. and um, you get to metagame. That's, <laughs> uh, that's the whole point of the, that whole school of spells. Interesting. Um, is, you know, knowing the future. And right. the only way to know the future is to metagame. Well, well played, wizards. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you want to metagame at a table, you know, just go ahead Play and be... Play a level 13 or higher wizard. <laughs> the school of divination. There you go. Problem yeah. solved. I think there's one more thing about episode five I'd like to bring up. Okay. And that is your Goliaths. <laughs> we actually got a shout out on Twitter about your Goliath weaponsmiths. Yeah. 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 They are some of my favorites, too. Uh, yeah, it was um, at Babblemancer. Yeah. Shout out to at Babblemancer. Yeah. He squeed. He squeed at your... I squeed your, your <laughs> Goliath weaponsmiths. They're so, great. They they uh, have their origin in the bonus content that is coming up this Friday. Yeah, coming out on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're great. I just wanted to 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 bring up the fact that they were hilarious. <laughs> Are old doors like that now? <laughs> <laughs> I believe lots of things. People say I shouldn't so much. <laughs> it's just like uh, an infinite string of like quotable shit from those guys. <laughs> it's just so much fun. Oh man, they're great. Stop it. You're making me blush. <laughs> all right. All right. I just, yeah, I just wanted to, to kind of gush about the Goliaths for a second. Um, do we have any announcements we want to make before we move on into episode six? Um, you know, our social media is at Essential NPCs. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, fan mail at EssentialNPCs.com. Go to EssentialNPCs.com for more updates and... And subscribe. Subscribe. Yeah. Bonus content out on Friday. Woohoo. Keep an eye out. Um, yeah. Okay. All of you lovely listeners, go ahead and enjoy episode six, Darren Smiles. Bye-bye. Bye. Well met. My name is Oberon Delgado, a Turmish gladiator hailing from a remote desert village called Evershade. As quick with a sword as I am with my cutting wit, on a typical day you can expect to find me in one of two places. The local fighting pits, or the library. When I was a young boy, a stroke of luck led me to discover a buried chest that had once belonged to a master bard called Hoban Baybason. Amongst his belongings were an old cracked ocarina and a leather-bound journal. Within its pages, I found obscure glyphs and diagrams from which I began to decipher the mysteries of the arcane. Over a decade later, I'm still attempting to unlock all the secrets this journal has to offer. While I've only been on the road for a few years now, I've crossed the path of more than a few interesting traveling companions. As is the bardic way, I've taken to listening to their stories and occasionally even joining in on some of their adventures. The most recent of these companions came in the form of a mountain dwarf named Kreflin, whom I met in a tavern brawl a few months back. 
In his company, I've found myself swept up in a journey that makes the fighting pits seem dull in comparison. Until now, I've simply documented the stories of others. But something tells me I'll be chronicling my own tales for posterity soon enough. I'm called Crithlin Partintel, an officer of the clan Thrain, barbarian and mountain dwarf of the highest caliber. I was a military lad before the first hairs grew on my chin, and I served for 200 years until they retired me and put me in the fucking lawmaker's guild. I used to lead every clan migration between strongholds, scouting ahead, clearing the path, destroying threats, but once they retired me, I had to travel with the civilians. Well, I didn't have that for long. I left my clan three decades ago now and wouldn't return for all the gold in the caverns. I'm a traveler now. The laws of the Thrin are still close to my heart. For years, my officer salary kept me afloat, but I've run flat broke now and have to work for my logger. Luckily, there's lots to be done with a maul and a hand axe. Oberon started following me around about seven or eight moons ago. The lad annoys the shite out of me, but he has his moments. Mostly, he's there to tell my tale once I've finally been slain by some tough bastard. I suppose he's useful for something. If you want a glimpse into my travels, just take a look in my knapsack. I've got a centaur's tail cut with me own hands. I've got a beard comb made from the rib of a bear, the one whose skin I've got round my shoulders there. Just look at that face. I've got a bottle of wine from the finest elven pantry, and I've got plenty of room for more trophies of the like. Now go piss off before I make you eat your teeth. I'm Bankard Brightwood, Paladin of the Cuthbertine Order. I was sent by my order to assist the Thieves' Guild. For a bunch of brigands, they surprisingly do quite a bit of God's work. When I arrived, I met a group of fellow adventurers. We came across this funny little halfling by the name of Barley. Barley was rather annoying, but all in all, I could tell he was a good man. When Barley was killed just because he was annoying, never felt so helpless in my life. Felt like I let down St. Cuthbert and the common man he's supposed to protect, that I was supposed to protect. That night I swore an oath to Barley, to everyone, if you're ever harmed by evil, I, Bankard Brightwood, Paladin of St. Cuthbert, shall use his blessings to make you whole again, and harness his wrath to cleave evil in two. I'm Darren Draug. They call me the cleaner. Whenever there's a dirty job, I'm the guy that Thieves Guild calls to clean it up. I think fast, I talk fast, I act fast. I was born a wood elf, but I'd say I'm more of a city elf now. I don't see my family much anymore. At 351 years old, I'm just over the proverbial hill, and I've been doing what I'm doing for a long time. I bounced around Baldur's Gate and Waterdeep for a century or two, mostly cleaning, with a brief detour into doomed romance. I've never been much of a family man, especially since the job tends to get in the way. 
Occasionally, the differing nature of mortality between elves and humans gets in the way as well. But in recent years, I've been watching the next generation of Thieves Guild members grow up and come into their own, the latest of which is my dear young friend Bryn the Handsome, who called me in for a particularly dirty job. And unless my experience is wrong, with this job and these companions, it's gonna take a lot of cleaning. we left our adventurers, they uh, successfully retrieved a stone from the temple of Lyra uh, for their friend Bryn, who was subsequently attacked and nearly assassinated. The assassin was caught uh, with a, a few broken legs involved um, and a few uh, eaten pickles. Um, <laughs> our adventurers were able to discern who she was with the help of uh, Ruth Draug, who was Darren's daughter, is Darren's daughter, and um, praise Saint Cuthbert, she still is. Um, for further investigation, they went to uh, Bryn's uh, living quarters and found that their task of finding Anna Ravenhelm and retrieving the stones may be a bit more complicated than they first thought. Um, subsequently, they booked passage on an airship to Waterdeep to search for Anna, and that is where we left them. It's uh, morning. Uh, I woke up early to uh, put a candle in that toy balloon I bought and float it gently into Krethlin's bedroom, (laughs) where it will float just above his head. (laughs) Krethlin wakes up, opens his eyes, blinks a couple of... And then he bats it out of the air and goes back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I obviously make breakfast again, but nothing. I'm not trying to do anything fancy. Just a nice little meal before everybody. Okay. Leftovers? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, thrin meal yesterday? Yeah, yeah, just... <laughs> Leftover crawl. It's still a bowl. Oh, and it's, a, it's better cold. <laughs> <laughs> still a bowl and a half of meat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, so today's the day we, 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 tra- we travel. Yes. Yeah. Um, in that case, yeah. Uh, we want to we wanna get there a little early, so... Oh, definitely. Um, we don't want to miss this. <laughs> Airship. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Um, I'm, I'm just waiting for everyone to have all my stuff ready. Yeah, I'm all packed up. I grabbed a, quite a few books, but not too many, you know, enough to fit into a bag. Okay. Um, packed light. I think I also took that vial of serpent poison, and I put it into the empty vial in one of my short swords. So it's now uh, loaded, loaded up. One of them has midnight tears, mm. and the other is just regular old snake poison. <laughs> uh, boring old oh, snake I actually poison. spent the morning uh, beginning to uh, write... Uh, in my own journal, uh, beginning to document our adventures, um, as I have come to realize that uh, I'm officially part of an adventuring group, and this is really exciting for me. <laughs> is this... Uh... No, no, this is my own journal, okay. not uh, the journal I found as a child. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I had intended on buying, a, I don't know, if like a magical satchel or something would that be possible, but like something specifically for our adventuring uh, funds... Sure. Per- um, perhaps uh, some kind of uh, handy haversack. 
Um, so of... you go to a Bag traveling shop. sundries yeah, sure. uh, place? Um, I'm looking for something extra dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> something that is perhaps bigger on the inside. <laughs> We're all out of TARDISes. Um, all right. So uh, two, two things that may fit your needs. All right. Um, one is the called a handy haversack. <laughs> the other is called a bag of holding. Tell me what those do. Uh, the bag of holding is, um, it appears to be a, like a common cloth sack. Uh, it's about two feet by two and a half, three feet. And he explains to you that it opens into a non-dimensional space. Uh, it's exclusive for each bag. It doesn't share. And the inside is much larger than the outside dimensions. The, the market price for it is quite high. Uh, Do you have to spend all the adventure funds <laughs> to buy something to put in? <laughs> uh, and uh, he says it's uh, 1,500 gold pieces. Good Lord! Uh, what the, if we just had pockets sewn into his pants? That'd be a lot cheaper. <laughs> um, the, the, this handy haversack, uh, it looks more like a backpack. It's uh, leather rather than cloth, and uh, it has uh, brass buckles on it. It, too, opens into an expanded space. It isn't quite the same sort of non-dimensional, you have to think about what you're pulling out of it in order to pull it out bag. Uh, It's more just an expanded interior. It can hold about uh, 80 pounds or 8 cubic feet. Mm. Um, It's uh, 850 gold. As far as uh, personal pocket dimensions go, it's more in our price range, but do we want to drop all that on uh, something to hold our now considerably smaller... have 800 gold? (laughs) That costs 800 gold, or it can hold 800 gold? Guys, guys, guys. It costs 800 gold. Fuck that shit. On the bright side, if we buy this, we won't have to worry about how much it holds... Because we won't have anything. <laughs> what a deal. <laughs> wow, nice. Well, I guess I'm just having to protect it on my yeah, own yeah. then. Well, it's good to know th- about those things. Though, yeah, yeah. So one day when we have enough money. When we have we 1,500 can... gold, I'll be back and I'll come to this shop and I'm going to slap it down on the table and be like, what now? <laughs> uh, Give me now, that shit. Uh, Not now we can exchange this currency for <laughs> goods. <laughs> <laughs> As seen in the economy. <laughs> Great. So I walk away having spent a good portion of my morning wasting my time. <laughs> All right. Let's yep. let's hurry over to the airship tower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you reach the airship tower, and Anna is there with her clipboard and quill, uh, Anna, checking people hi. in. <laughs> <laughs> she like gives you a sidelong like okay glance as uh, she's she's busy doing like because people arrived before you did. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's I'm, our boarding group? <laughs> <laughs> There's a. Uh, Twelve other people boarding. Uh, we'll just get in line. <laughs> uh, two people uh, appear behind you as well, um, and uh, you walk up to Anna when it's your turn. Uh, name, please. Oberon Delgado. Oh, 
Right. I remember you. Um, I remember sure. you as well. Yeah. Glad to be remembered. We all remember each other, isn't that so? No one remembers you, Crathor. Oh, is this, is this the dwarf here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, dimensions seem okay? Yes, he's fine. He's not so rotund. What, what, there's trouble with dwarven dimensions? Well, no, mountain dwarves are... are, uh, are sturdy? You're stockier. Yeah, um, sturdy. Some, yeah. some dwarves are a bit large compared to the regular so medium side, size of uh, others. So, but you're fine. But yeah, these are. This is. Uh, this is. My you that? You're fine. You're fine. That's like. Uh, that's better than okay. <laughs> it's a compliment. <laughs> um, do uh, where are our quarters at? Oh, the steward will show you. Excellent. So um, you just head up this tower, and uh, when uh, I forget who it is, he'll he'll introduce himself. They're both very friendly. Okay. Um, I just have a, a quick question for you. This this ledger uh, with the uh, passenger list on it is it uh, archived at a certain point once it is full up, or is it simply disposed of? I hand it to the captain because uh, the company that uh, the the person who owns the ships they uh, they keep track to make sure that we're filled up to our quota before we fly. Okay, but you is think there it- a reason for this curiosity? Uh, no, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm simply uh, it's no, it's not of any concern. I'm just you're gonna curious. open an airship business, Oprah. <laughs> and, we, uh, we we aren't supportive of uh, competition opening. Uh, I I have no intention to. Uh, I just was wondering if uh, if that uh, that ledger was going to be uh, a part of history. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess. It's Excellent. not really, uh, I mean, it's not exactly historical, so. Oh, it will be. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very nerve-wracking thing to say. <laughs> examines the group, and, and then, like, she gives a, a quick look at the paladin, and is like, all right, just head up the stairs. Uh, your, your steward will show you where you're going. <laughs> I, go, I, go I whisper to her, don't, don't worry about him. <laughs> He's uh, just excuse him. He's uh, he's just excited to be flying for the first time. Yeah, let the record show that uh, Darren is also excited to be flying yeah, yeah. for the first time. I'm just... Uh, I, so on our way up the stairs, I, I turn to Darren and I'm like, you see, all the great legends, there's sprinkles of them throughout history in certain documents, their names written down. This is the beginning of my RR legend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... Normally, I would make fun of you, but I am, like, smiling. Like, the the first time you've ever seen me do that. And I'm like, yeah, probably. (laughs) Why aren't you just a couple of pansy wankers? (laughs) What? Uh, Pansy wanker. Pansy wanker. Oh, I can see you're not having a good time up this uh, airship gangplank. (laughs) Still don't know what the fucking airship is. So, uh, yeah, so we get to the top of the stairs. Just, just get on the boat-looking thing, and we'll show up in our at our destination soon. How's that? So the the uh, the tower is um, taller than pretty much every other building in Baldur's Gate. Um, it's five stories up, uh, and uh, it's a spiral staircase. So uh, there's nothing inside except for the spiral. Uh, when you get up to the top, it opens up. Um, and there's a little uh, circular waiting area with um, a literal gangplank between it and the anchored ship. Uh, there is a halfling in a very nice suit um, standing waiting for you. 
Hello, Oberon Delgado, um, with uh, his party, and I was um, wondering where our, uh, where our quarters are. Yes, Mr. Delgado, uh, I am uh, I am Kate Osborne Merrick Milo Brushgather the Third, and I, I am your steward for this week, uh, or oh, few days. I prefer week, but you know, people are all iffy about that kind of thing. So, if you follow me, please. Oh. You have many tall people here. That is fine. I will change your room right now. And he, like, scratches something off and then <laughs> this way. And uh, he... Thank you very much. And he uh, takes you down underneath the, uh, the deck of the ship. The ship, it looks like a sailing ship that's been sort of retrofitted um, to have a balloon on top of it. And then you can hear uh, the hum, a large hum from a cris- from crystals on either side. And then there's one coming from the front as well. That's like, you know, like a wah-wah-wah sound. Um, like that. Like a didgeridoo, I guess. <laughs> Please don't stop until we get off the airship. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's immersive. So you're taken downstairs, he opens a door for you, and there's um, two bunks into the side of the room, and then there are also two strung hammocks um, on the other side of the room. There's, uh, everything is, like, nailed to the, uh, to the walls. I don't miss much about home, but I sure do miss hammocks. I call the hammock. I call the other hammock. (laughs) 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 If you are needing anything from me, please do not hesitate. Again, this, uh, my name is Kate Osborne Merrick Milo Brush Gathers Lesserd, and uh, I am happy to serve you. Oh, I would like to ask you something, actually. Who owns this airship? Uh, the airship is owned by uh, a few uh, lords of Waterdeep uh, of the uh, Faceless Council. Ooh. <laughs> Thank you very much. Where's the bar? Uh, there is no bar. What? But uh, there is the kitchen. It is, uh, there are meals three times a day. Uh, We will have our first meal as dinner uh, in a few hours just before sunset. Ah, Thank you very much, sir. Um, If you would please stay away from the crystals and uh, the helm, that would be greatly appreciated. And also, if you do need anything, and I am not around, uh, there is a small cabin boy. His name is Welby, and uh, he will uh, help you in any way that he can. Welby? Yes, that is what I said, Welby. (laughs) Welby, I hear you fine. (laughs) I was just making sure... Well, pay attention, Delgado. Is there anything else I can help you with at this moment? Nah, not at the moment. What, well, I don't know. Would you mind making a perception check for her? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I do not understand what you are asking for me. Um, I will ask God. around to see if I can find out what you are, you are meaning and get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you. Enjoy uh, Thank your you. flights. Thank you very much. Now, when he said small cabin boy, isn't he a small cabin boy? What is he? Is is there like a smaller cabin boy than him? (laughs) Apparently. I hop in my hammock. (laughs) (laughs) I hop on the hammock above his. (laughs) Are they like bunk hammocks? Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you, airship. (laughs) Uh, Kreslin tosses a shit down. Is there a, a, a deck? Well, there's the top, the top deck. Right, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, for sure. I go up there. Okay. 
Um, all right. I'm actually going to go with Crethlin. As soon as he starts hanging, I'm like, yeah, let's tour the ship. I, I set my stuff down and say a small prayer for a safe travel. Okay. Amen. Let's go explore the ship. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So as you uh, explore the ship, uh, it's, if you've been on a sailing ship before, it's laid out basically the same way. The lower decks are filled with cargo. Uh, the middle deck is um, passenger cabins. Um, and then the uh, crew is aft uh, underneath the captain's cabin. Cool. So, yeah. Um, when, when does it take off? I mean, we're just, I'm running around. Um, midday, right? Midday. So yeah. we arrived a little bit early. Uh, so midday comes. Uh, they throw all the ropes off. Anna unties the ropes from the thing, and uh, and they get pulled up. I'm standing at the edge yeah. on the deck. Yeah. Like, I think uh, we're on the top deck. Like, whoa. Um, you haven't seen the captain yet, uh, but there are nine crew, because you actually you saw the cook, because you have to walk through the galley to get back up to the deck. Um, you haven't seen the cabin boy or Cade uh, since but so you know there's a captain and then the, the two uh, and they're helping out to um, weigh anchor <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and uh, you set off. Uh, it lurches a little bit yeah. as it goes. Uh, before it gets started, the propeller starts going. The crystals sort of like, you know, you know, like go a little faster. And off you go. What the fuck is happening? We're flying! Oh, We're flying! Get That's what's happening! No, 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 get me off, get me off, toss me off, toss me over the edge, toss me over the edge, I can't, I can't get over <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Make a constitution saving throw. That was <laughs> You're gonna get air sick. Ah! What the fuck is happening? <laughs> it's another one! It's another one! <laughs> um, okay, uh, roll performance for me. Yeah, eight. Okay, uh, you attempt to hide your air sickness from everyone. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't work. Um, the crew are now upset with you because they had to clean up your sick. <laughs> I'm apologizing profusely on his behalf. I am smiling, like, more than I thought it was possible. <laughs> like, I didn't know my mouth went this far. <laughs> as soon as they clean it up, I puke again in the exact same spot. Okay. It's, it's amazing how you can do that. At least have the courtesy to do it over the edge so we can watch it drop. Unto <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. the unsuspecting townspeople below. <laughs> Crethlin, do, do, would you be more comfortable, like, under deck? Nope, nope, I'm staying up here. All right, great, because I want to stay up here. And, uh, yeah, I just enjoy the view as we ascend. Um, so the airship ascends, right? Uh, so it's skimming the clouds. Ah. Um, as the sun sets, a bell is rung and it's dinner time. Uh, most of the people who have been walking around uh, go down to dinner. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Go yeah. pay some dinners. We'll see how it is. Oh, totally. All right. Uh, the food is pretty good. Uh, not the best food you've Oberon. ever had. It's um, not Oberon quality. <laughs> depending on the day. Depending um, on the day. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, Cade uh, stands up um, at the end of the meal and says, and uh, I would like, thank you all again for flying with us. Uh, I would like now to introduce to you uh, our captain, uh, Andri uh, Tobol-Kobol, uh, and a um, 
fierce-looking halfling um, woman uh, steps out. Um, she's got like a cutlass, and you know she looks like a pirate captain. I'm so excited. Uh, but oh, uh, I appreciate. She she, she looks uh, not fearsome, but fierce. Like she doesn't take a guff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she looks no like one. a sharp lass. Yeah. Um, That's one thing we can all agree on. And uh, thank you for flying with us. Please mind the safety announcements. We're trying to get to you as quickly as possible. Our safety rating has been very high, and so has our customer service. <sighs> Privateering, huh? Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. <laughs> Please contact your steward if you need anything. Thank you. How often does a ship like this crash? <laughs> He yells to everyone. <laughs> she uh, From the smiles. Other end of the table. She smiles. Very rarely. I've only been in three in my whole life. Good God. <laughs> uh, but look, it, she's alive. It uh, totally depends on, uh, on the circumstances. If you'd like to hear more, please come and talk to me on the upper deck at your earliest convenience, I am on third watch tonight. And she leaves. Um, um, I turn to a crew uh, member and ask, when's third, wa third watch? Uh, now. <laughs> hey, Oberon. I get up and I run. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I follow him up there. Yeah. Right. Watches on airships are different. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, so you guys go up, all of you? Yeah, I, I mean, sure. I'm going, I don't know, I'm not even waiting for anyone else. Yeah, I'm just right. excited no, to we're, Yeah, we're all going. <laughs> okay, uh, so... Uh, she's uh, pulling on some ropes to make them tighter up to the balloon uh, as you come up. I, I run up and I go, do you need a hand with anything? Have you sailed before? No, but I've read a lot about no. sailing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm over on Delgado. Um, basically, I'm... I'm, I'm uh, oh, no, what's the word I want? Uh, I'm documenting uh, my, my friends and my uh, journey, and... Uh, I was just wondering if uh, I could learn a little about you and uh, and um, add you to our tale, as it were. Uh, jot down a bit of your history, perhaps. Uh, all right. And she like walks across and like starts tightening another rope. Mm -hmm. Great. First, first, tell us about this fucking boat ship air thing. Well, this is a class two airship. It's got three uh, magic uh, crystals that keep us up in the air if the balloon ever fails us. Uh, you're the one who asked about the, uh, the crashing? I asked me. Right. Okay. Well, uh, it's rare for an airship to, to crash. Uh -huh. uh, you've crashed three of them. I haven't. I've been on three crashed ones. Mm. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, so what's, what, what we're talking about here is, uh, there's never been an airship since the successful launches of airships that, you know, the testers didn't work out so well, but these have been flying for hundreds of years now. They worked out all the kinks. Mm -hmm. um, the only way to really bring down an airship is to blow it into, say, a mountain or something with, with uh, you know, gale force winds, or uh, under a banditry attack, we've fought uh, dragons a few times. Uh, but you basically have to take out all the crystals and then also the balloon as well. Um, and what's in the balloon? 
hot air? Just heated air. That's it. Yeah, so have it you is ever exactly seen one of like those a child's that, toy. Yeah, exactly. That's Good how it works. Good God. Oh. <laughs> yeah, have you ever seen, uh, I don't know, if one you, of those balloons? Look, yes, <laughs> I've seen one of those. If you, if you look, uh, just above us is uh, pretty much uh, the fire that keeps it going. Mm. Um, and if you look, there's a, there's a, a, basically a bonfire uh, above you uh, that, that's, keep, like, that's producing a lot of Are there of people stoking it? Uh, there is one guy sitting up there, like, sweating. <laughs> I'll leave them and go up to that guy. Okay. Uh, Stoking the fires there, lad. Yeah. It's the best duty there is. <gasps> I can see that. Yeah, it's great. Crathen Partentelen. Nice to meet you. Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, I hate getting to your brain. I'm, uh, I'm uh, Angus. Angus, yeah. nice to meet you. Uh, I, this may sound strange, but it would... Sure, settle my mind if I uh, helped you with this stalking. Sure. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, y- you know, you know magic. I uh, do not. I know of it. <laughs> I, I, I have heard that it is a thing that exists. Right. I... Okay. Well, no, that's fine. Uh, okay. I uh, make sure it doesn't. It's a, it's a magic flame, but I make sure it, that's just like the starter flame. Uh, if you want to load some of the. The uh, wood over there no. onto the onto the fire. That's great. Not too many, or else we'll go too high, Aye. and then it'll deflate the balloon, and, and then I get in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, go for okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? And so he like strips down to his wife beater and starts doing. That. <laughs> <laughs> hey Oberon. Uh, now uh, I, I've never really felt this urge because I've never been on a boat of any kind before, but. Do, do you want to spar on the deck of this airship? <laughs> do I ever? <laughs> well, I've been looking to practice with this quarterstaff I picked up. Oh, yeah, let me take a look at that. <laughs> and uh, I, I check it out. There's a symbol on it, right? You said there were symbols? Uh, yeah, the top is like um, like a weird branchy thing. A weird branchy thing. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I agree. Reminds me of home. In, like, the good way, not the terrible. Uh. The troubled childhood way? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got a little bit of, I gleaned a little bit of that <laughs> from our talks. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not much of a wood elf uh, anymore. Um, yeah. Is the captain still nearby? Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and Andrea, right? That was her name? Uh, I thought it was... Andrew. Andrew? Andrew? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, captain Andrew? Yeah. Uh, would it be terribly inconvenient if uh, my friend and I were to spa here in the open area on the deck? As long as you stay in the civilian area and there are no other civilians around, that's fine with me. Uh, stay away from the edges. I really don't want to have to go after somebody who falls over again. Have you, have you gone after someone who's gone overboard? Do you not understand common ho- entirely? We have, <laughs> we have three days, right? And you said you fought dragons. I need to talk to you more. <laughs> but uh, for now, yes. And, uh, and I reach uh, to where my rapier used to be, and it's um, actually a slung into my belt is a wooden sword. And I pull it out. Oh, wait. What? Where'd you get that? I've actually had it since I was a child. My mother made it for me. And uh, well, you realize that's... It doesn't stab as well as a one made out of metal, right? I uh, I, I recently uh, have come along some uh, some spell work that uh, will help me uh, utilize this more effectively than cold steel. Is that so? Well, I guess I appreciate uh, not having to face down metal with the quarterstaff. So, uh, yeah, 
have at you. <laughs> and uh, and I, I run up uh, to make the first strike. Roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. You two roll initiative. Wait. Oh. Huh? Oh, I guess I don't. Uh, I got a nine for my initiative. 17. <laughs> so you're going to go first. So I, I start moving forward. But yeah, well, I'm going to go for the shins. <laughs> Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg, no. He's like in the middle of talking about the wood sword, and he just smacks him with the staff. So, yeah. so should I make an attack roll here? Yeah, you guys will uh, curate this yourselves because you're sparring. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it's not a light weapon, so right. I so don't have my regular strength. attack bonus. A 17 versus Oh, that'll hit. Ooh. Uh, what's the die for a... Uh, if you're using it two-handed, it's going to be a D8. Okay. Uh, if you're using it one-handed. And, of course, I'm not trying to do any lethal right, damage right. We're just, to you. Yeah. I'm just trying to, like, sweep you. Uh, three. Okay. And uh, then I will uh, uh, take it in the shin, but stay standing. And, like, kind of hop to the side and uh, uh, brandish my, my blade, which will... Um, uh, how how does it look? This is the first time I'm casting Shillelagh with my bonus action. Sure. I brandish the sword at you, the wooden sword. It uh, actually glows like a burgundy, uh, kind of wispy like color, and uh, and then I aim I'm, for like your side. Uh, I'm impressed. <laughs> and um, that's fifteen. Uh, just just barely missed. I think you're just about to get me, and I, I block yeah. <laughs> with the, the quarter staff. I'm gonna push that, and I'm tr- gonna try to bonk you on the head. <laughs> Uh, oh. whoa, yeah, uh, that's a 20. Yep, yep, that bonks me on the head. I bonk you. I bonk you for another three. Bonk. Right. <laughs> Good try. <laughs> and then I pull back, circle around, and, uh, and I try to go for your leg, uh, uh, with the, with the shillelagh wooden sword. No, I critically fail. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's more like I just shouldn't be using these dice. <laughs> and it betrayed me to no end. <laughs> All right, <laughs> it, uh, like, ooh, a wild swing. Yeah, uh, open myself up. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna try to like push you in the chest, maybe to, g- to get some distance, so I have the range advantage here. Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> twenty-two. That is <laughs> another three on the D eight. Donk. I just want to get one good hit. Uh, <laughs> this is your chance. This is your chance. I may have overextended myself. Uh, I'll, I'll take the quarter staff with one hand and swing uh, the sword uh, to try and like kind of clip you in the neck with it. Twenty-four. Uh, there you go. There we go. In All there, right. and it does. <laughs> Uh, 12 damage. All right. So, nice. so you like got into the quarter staff and like you like yeah. stopped it like right at my neck. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm like, ah, I played. <laughs> <laughs> Kreflin's got sight of this from wherever he is. And he goes, good shot, lad. <laughs> Thanks, Kreflin. <laughs> uh, I, I yield as I would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I, I kind of like uh, shake the sword a little bit and the like the little burgundy sparkly glow like kind of fades away. And then I, I shoot it back. I'm like, see, sometimes, you know, uh, there are alternatives to cold steel. That's a good trick. I like it. And uh, is um, Andrew? Andrew, yeah. Uh, is Andrew still there? She's still yeah, there. Yeah, she's she... on watch, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna... Was she impressed? Did she like us? <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't looking at you at all. Yeah. No. Uh, basically, I'm going to spend the rest of the evening uh, asking her infinite questions about her journeys. Okay. Um, until, like, you know, she... 
politely asks me to leave or, you know, goes to bed or whatever, but I'm just going to be jotting down, like, so how many dragons have you fought? How many times have you gone overboard? <laughs> Tell me about all three crashes. <laughs> We're making friends. Uh, so uh, she answers the first two questions that you ask politely, if a little brusquely, she is on watch. Uh, and then as the night goes on and you don't stop asking her questions, the more curt she gets until finally she's like, you know what the term watch means, right? <laughs> oh, I could help you watch. No, no. Uh, <laughs> you, it, it's a, it's late. Uh, the, the deck is really, you know, not as safe at night. Uh, is because the dark you might trip and fall and... I'd have to catch Have you ever one. tripped and fall in the I, dark? I, I, <laughs> Tell I, me your story. I recommend that you uh, go below. Uh, the, the deck is closed now. It's after sunset. <laughs> oh, okay. And I'm sure you're going to tell all the other people up here, too, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I could tell them for you if you like. That's okay. I'll, uh... Right, right. Chain of command. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I go below deck. <laughs> yeah. I'll go, I'll go down as well. I'll go back to the hammock. Yeah. Gruffin's okay. sticking by the fire. All right. <laughs> Make becoming. sure this ship doesn't go down. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Gruffin. Just so you know, the deck is closed. Oh, you know, thanks, thanks, lad. Good thing I'm not on the deck. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Uh, so you guys, do you do anything before you go to bed? No. 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 Bedtime? I'm just... I'm just gonna, laying in bed reading. I'm just gonna some... trance out of my hammock, just like the good old days. <laughs> once, uh, once the captain's off her, uh, off of her shift, I uh, apologize for Oberon and uh, ask her if she'd like to have a drink. Yeah, why not? Uh, I, I've got a few more uh, things to check on, and uh, then uh, maybe in in a little while you'll uh, come meet me in my quarters. Whoa! Whoa. Well done. With, like, shirt off, beads of sweat <laughs> all over your body. His beard flung over his like, shoulder. You like to get the drink? <laughs> hey, hey, no pun intended, but uh, I ship it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right, well, let's pause there for a second. And Crescent? The DM and Kreflin have gone into a separate room to talk about secrets. <laughs> We're reporting live. And then all you have to roll. Like, <laughs> Kreflin has to roll. Kreflin comes out of the room to roll a die. He goes back <laughs> in the room. The door is closed. <laughs> okay, okay, they they're, they're coming back out. <laughs> Okay, uh, so you have a good night of telling stories, uh, and uh, in the morning, uh, you rejoin your friends for breakfast. Yep. Crethen, were you stoking the flame all night? Oh, I, I, <laughs> you know, the entire night, I sure certainly was, I had to make sure the ship doesn't go down. It, did, it, did it go down then, or? Well, what are you standing on, lad? Oh, we're still talking about the actual ship. <laughs> <laughs> what were you talking about? Of course, nothing. I to the... <laughs> mm. Yeah, I noticed you didn't come back to the uh, to the old bunk last night. Oh, right. Yeah, you noticed, did you? Yeah. Yeah, I only I only transfer four hours, and then I wake up and I have to hang around and be alone <laughs> so in the you, room. Do you watch us while we sleep? I have really no other choice. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord, I'm not sure I'm alright with that. No wonder Crethlin slept somewhere else. <laughs> Well, maybe I'll close my eyes next time. <laughs> Is the captain at breakfast? 
Yep. Cool. I'm not gonna bother her. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, breakfast is a similar fare to what you'd find on the ground. A little less uh, flamboyant. No Thrin food. It's um, good, but it's no Oberon. <laughs> you know, I asked them if they would let me in the kitchen. They said no. Um, <laughs> You'll have your own brunch restaurant. Yeah, for some sometime. reason, things close <laughs> as soon as you get close to them. <laughs> <laughs> People do not like being at Angry. Well, I think they're just really busy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So they, uh, uh, as you eat breakfast, uh, a very, very small uh, halfling comes over. Uh, <gasps> says, hello, um... I'm, I'm looking for, you are a dwarf, yes? You are a little, you are a dwarf, right? I'm a, what did you say? A dwarf, uh, a dwarf? I'm a mountain dwarf, you wee laddie. Oh. You'll be do well to remember that. Oh, I am so sorry, sir. I did not know. Um, here is your shirt. Angus sent it to you ah, from... thank you. <laughs> yes, you left it up in the, um, in the nest. Aye, thank, thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. Um, is there anything else I can do for you, Sir Martindorf? Uh, no, that'll do. We'll, we'll be here. We'll, we'll chat later. Oh, you know my name. I am so happy. I assume you are the wee Kevin lad that... Uh... I, I am. I have cleaned up your sick a few times. <laughs> <laughs> well, Thank somebody you had very to do much, Welby. Uh, I give Welby a gold piece. Oh, damn it. I was going to give Welby a gold piece. You can also give, I give him a gold, gold piece, piece too. Welby gets two gold pieces. <laughs> Welby's having a great day. You are so generous. <laughs> Thank you yes. so much, Mr. Mountain Dwarf and Mr. Elfenman. You're quite welcome, lad. And I, I give him a big old pat on the head. They might give you gold pieces, but I have something much better to offer. His eyes go wide in anticipation. A platinum piece? Uh, Welby, have you ever heard of St. Cuthbert? Oh, man. No, no sir, um, Mr. Human Man. Ah, oh, well, uh, you can read, right? I, I am okay at reading, yes. Hey, I got these little books uh, that are really, really cool to read. You should check it out. It's <laughs> uh, like a Jack are, Chick tract. Are, are, you, uh, are there pictures? I, I like the picture books. <laughs> There's pictures, yeah. Oh, I am so excited. Thank you so much, Mr. Human Shiny Man with the books. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm supposed hey, to be the one with the books. And remember, remember, St. Cuthbert will help keep you safe. That's actually true. <laughs> All right, don't go, don't turn the lad to your fucking cult too early now. Thank you, thank you so much for all your generosities, Mr. Elfenman and Mr. Mountendorf and Mr. Shiny Man. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. Hey, if you have any questions about that book, feel free to come talk to me and I'll answer them for well, you, okay? Well, if there are pictures, I will understand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you, thank you, and he bows away. Where'd you leave your shirt, Crethlin? Up by the fire in the nest. Isn't that what the lad said? Okay. Yeah. Sidelong glance at, at Crethlin. It turns into a staring contest. <laughs> Who blinks first? Oh, my dice. Roll a d20. Oh, is this something we have to roll for? Yeah. I figured this would be just sitting. Like, oh, no. oh, it no. would go on forever. Yeah, it really would. 19. I blink first. I roll a three. <laughs> <laughs> Crethlin laughs victoriously. Damn. <laughs> Unless there's anything else you want to do, the day passes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we're we good. got, yeah, there's not much else, unless anything eventful happens. Just yeah, we're, hanging out. We're good. Every once in a while, you know, doing like the, you know, like standing on the, the deck and just looking out and being like, look at the clouds. <laughs> it's, it really is a sea of clouds. <laughs> it's I'm just like in the books. 
I'm starting to get used to it, eh? Yeah, that humming is kind of calming, right? At night, I like... It, it, mm, it does kind of rock you to sleep, doesn't it? Yeah. Hey, if you want to turn in the hammock, I could swap with you tonight. Oh, no, that's, that's quite fine, lad. The floor has been treating me just fine. Okay. Uh, so, lunch passes, dinner... I go up and stoke the fire at some point a little bit yeah, more. Okay. Yeah. At the end of the day, you guys all turn in. This time I don't watch anybody sleep when my trance is <laughs> uh, In the middle of the night, there is a large boom. Huh. What? Oh, sweet oh, Jesus. <laughs> Baker, Baker, wake up. Uh-huh. And uh, you can hear uh, muted shouting above deck. I, uh, I grab my we, things and run rush, up. Yeah, yeah, we rush there. I'm going to like grab my like leather jacket armor and uh, my weapon belt. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start struggling to put my armor on very fast. Oh, right. It's going <laughs> to take you a full two minutes to put that on. Yeah. So uh, you guys head up mm-hmm. um, and uh, there are three griffins oh. uh, being ridden by uh, three people uh, who seem to be attacking uh, the rear crystal uh, the helmsman is down at the helm, and everybody roll Michael, initiative. Michael, he's not—he's not steering. And yeah. everyone roll initiative. Oh my gosh! This is awesome. This is terrible, but it's awesome. Ah, oh, fuck! Five for Bankard. Twenty-seven. Seven oh. for Kretlin. He's not quite on the deck yet. <laughs> I'm still pulling up my pants as I'm uh, coming up. Twenty-seven. Uh, for Oberon? Yeah. Uh, Twenty-one. So. Uh, so Vanguard's below me, right? Yes. So he sees me burst into the room uh, with no shirt on, uh, desperately looking for my weapons before <laughs> I go to the deck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kreslin, you... Uh, I'm sure you're up to something. <laughs> <laughs> Kreslin, Kreslin, zip me up! <laughs> oh, I didn't know it's time for this. Uh, what, is this a class? By, how do I work this? You zip me up first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so, uh, yeah, go ahead, Darren. There's, uh, there's three griffins with three riders, um... And, uh, are they all like? Are they all like around the gem, like attacking it? Yeah, the rear right gem. Okay, can I see what they're wielding? Uh, it looks to be longbows. Okay, if I go to like the the side of the ship, can, do I have a clear shot at them with a longbow of my own? Yes. Okay, then I think that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I think I'm going to aim at. Uh, I'm going to aim at one of the riders. Okay. Um, uh, critical hit. Nice. Um, Seriously? Yeah. Okay. So that's double all dice, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. So I get sneak attack. On this <laughs> um, that would be two d8s and sixty-six. Oh god. Seven from the d8s, and I'll do. Uh, Christ. thirty-two damage. Christ Almighty! Wow. That's a pretty good shot. Assassins be assassinating. Uh, so you, uh, go and lean over to the side, lean over the side of the ship, you pull up your bow to your ear, ear, and, uh, just let it fly, and it flies directly, uh, through his, uh, neck. Oh. Um. That'll kill you. And, uh, 
he falls off of his griffin um, without e- with just a gurgle as he falls. And then uh, I'm going to duck down and, and take cover. Are you attempting to hide, or are you just... Yeah, I will bonus action to hide. I'll use my cunning action. Okay, uh, roll uh, stealth, please. 27 is the stealth check there. Okay, uh, yeah, you succeed in hiding. Uh, O'Brien, you are next. Okay, uh, quick scan of the situation. One guy is down, uh, two more people riding griffins. Yeah, the griffin is still there, too. Right, right. Is the griffin attacking the... Oh, I'm hidden. I can't see. Um, <laughs> but yeah, is the, does the griffin fly off when a dude flies off, falls off of it? or? Uh, he follows the, the guy down. Okay. Um, uh, well, he will. It's not his turn yet. <laughs> well, right. But right now, he's just like, eee! Helmsman is down. <laughs> um, do I see, like... Any obstructions that the ship could be flying into without a, a helmsman? Is there another ship? Is there uh, roll, a mountain anywhere? Uh, perception, please. Okay. That's a 24. Okay. Uh, you are high enough that the nearest mountain at this point isn't a threat. Okay. Uh, and with my melee weapons, I really couldn't uh, do much for the griffins, right? Because they're, they're attacking the gem down low. God, what do I do? I, I'm going to hold my action. I'm, okay. I'm going to wait. Uh, Use up a little bit of my movement to not just be standing out in the open, but... Okay, so you'll hide next to... I'm not like... go next to Darren. Yeah, yeah, ish. I mean, I don't I don't want to go right next to him because he just shot somebody, right? So right. I, I'm, I'm staying far back enough so I can run up if if needed, but okay. at the moment I'm just waiting. Sure. All uh, right. Um, as you pull over to the side, um, Captain Andre bursts out of the... Uh, uh, out of the, like, her captain quarters deck area and uh she's more than half dressed but less than fully in her kit uh and she uh takes out a javelin runs right up above the uh where the crystal is and throws it directly into one of the griffins oof uh it hits hard uh and uh it uh falls a few feet, trying to, to regain its composure. Darren whispers, she's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I shout out uh, uh, to her, uh, Captain, the helmsman is down. I can see that. <laughs> Just make it sure. <laughs> okay. He's so helpful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is. Uh... One of the bandits turn. So he, um, seeing the attack uh, and the closest attacker who just hit his griffin, uh, he pulls up his crossbow and shoots it at Captain Andre. Misses. It goes like right past her ear, little nick of blood, and uh, but she doesn't even notice. <laughs> um, so so that guy he kind of raised up and shot. An arrow? Yeah. Um, I'm going to cast Hold Person on him. Okay. Because uh, I can't do it on the griffin. Because <laughs> it has to be a humanoid. Um, so, uh, griffin. 15 <laughs> is the DC, and it's a wisdom saving throw. Uh, and he makes it? You know what? Maybe one of these days I'm just going to like get rid of that spell forever. <laughs> <laughs> spell. Never worked. Is there any other crew members up there fighting, or? or? Uh, there are. There are 
two other crew members. There's Captain Andrew and then two of the crew. Actually, you look up and you see that Angus also has a heavy crossbow up there. Yeah, Angus. Cool. Uh, do we know the name of uh, this ship? It's called the Valiant. I uh, one of the the crew members who uh, who's running to fight. I'm gonna I'm gonna shout at him. Uh, Defend your ship. The Valiant shall not crash today. And toss him an inspiration die. Um. Okay. And then the bandits are gonna go. Oh, he's dead. Whoops. Uh, so his griffin actually catches his body, realizes that he's dead, and drops him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this guy. True and, loyalty. Uh, and flies away. Aww. The other bandit is um, going to also shoot at Captain Andre. Hits Ugh, right in her shoulder. Ooh. Kreflin, it's your turn. Oh my god, look at me. In one hand I have a javelin, and the other one I have a hand axe. Right. Uh, I chuck my javelin at the... Uh, one for the staffed. Uh, roll your attack. Uh, so 17. Uh, that hits. Awesome. Go ahead, roll damage. Six. Uh, okay, great. Uh, and then is there a loose rope anywhere? There are, uh, like the gangway ropes that they like pulled in and then looped around uh, those little oh. figure eight thingies. Okay. I grab one of those and uh, swing off the back end of the boat towards one of the nearest griffin. Okay. And uh, I want to hit it with my hand axe. That's fucking The griffin? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, roll a strength check, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is a 25. Okay. Uh, you have no problem when the whipping uh, from the <clears throat> rope catches you and you start swinging up. <laughs> uh, and um, roll your attack roll. Uh, that one was also 25. Okay, then. <laughs> Hot damn. Five? Okay. Um, I... You've expended most of your movement. Right, right. Just as I'm... As I reach the end of my rope trajectory, I want to, like, try and aim back for the same griffin end or the other griffin if it's easier. So, okay. So, like, as I go... And then I hit the apex of it, I want to, like, be in a position that's easy to swing back. Sure, okay. It is... Bankheart's turn. Uh... So do I see do I see one of the Griffin riders that aren't currently being engaged? Uh, they're all the... engaged. There's only two, and there's like seven guys fighting them. So, uh, well, I'll go for whoever's closest to me. Uh, okay. Uh, and I'm gonna swear an oath of enmity against it. Okay. You filth! You will not harm these innocent people. And then uh, I'm gonna throw javelins, j- javeli at them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, roll your attack. Is this against the griffin or the rider? The rider. Okay. The, the griffin's just an animal. Okay. Oh, goodness. Okay, uh, 14. Hits. Uh, nine. Uh, okay, uh, so as you throw your javelin, it hits him squarely in the center of the chest. Uh, and also falls off. Uh, his foot is caught in the stirrup, so he's just hanging upside down, and the griffin is struggling to like nice. uh, cool. hang, uh, like compensate for the the uneven weight. Now, is that the guy that I hit with the javelin, or the other guy? Uh, that is the guy that you hit with the javelin. Right. He's got two javelins sticking out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else? Uh, is there is there the other guy I can see? Yes. Well, I got two attacks. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> 
That misses. <laughs> and that javelin goes to hit some poor farmer <laughs> in the countryside. <laughs> okay, uh, then it's the crew's turn. They're going to attack the remaining uh, rider. Uh, one takes a shot with his crossbow, uh, and it sinks into the, the bandit's arm. And uh, <laughs> then uh, the second one takes a shot and misses. Um, even though he was bolstered by your inspiration, it just wasn't quite inspiring enough. Aww. And um, Dayron, it's your turn. I'm going to pop up, take aim, and I'm going to fire. Uh, let's go for the throat, because that seemed to work pretty well last time. <laughs> one shot, one kill. 20 versus AC. Uh, that hits. Fat stack of dice. 19 damage. Okay. I think I'll move closer to where they are okay. and maybe do like a diving roll, use my cunning action to try and hide again. Uh, okay. It's a 14. Okay. Uh, Obron, it's your turn. Woohoo! Okay, so um, one guy with an arrow sticking in him on a griffin, another griffin gone. Uh, I'm going to uh, pull up my ocarina and I'm going to play a song of sleep. Oh, oh, poor guy. <laughs> so this is on the... Uh... Uh, it's actually, I can I basically roll uh, a certain amount of hit points and I can affect as many creatures as have that many hit points okay. left. Cool. So if I roll high enough, I could affect all of the enemies. Right. Okay. Well, I, I want to tame those griffins, not put them to sleep. One, two, uh, one, two, three, four, yeah, okay. There you go. Uh... 25, 26, 27 hit points worth. Um, I want to go in order from starting with the griffin that is uh, that has a conscious rider okay. on its back. Sure. And if I have any hit points left over, I want to... Uh, I'll, I'll transfer it uh, from that griffin to the rider. Sure. And then any left over to the griffin that's been unhit, unharmed. Um, so... How do you cast? Uh, yeah, I uh, I pull up my ocarina. I see this this all going down, and I grab my ocarina and I just kind of play the little song. I see this little uh little, you know. a little lullaby, a little lullaby, oh, <laughs> and, and uh, uh, little sparkles on the like wind, sort of like in the air, um, waft uh, towards the um, from your ocarina to uh, the griffin. It looks um it uh, stops flapping for a moment as it dozes uh and then wakes back up um as it falls just below the ship i have enough hit points left to avoid that yeah curses i only hit it once <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's captain andrew's turn uh and she fails her attacks uh her uh, her crossbow uh, jams as she tries to reload it, um, and so it uh, it uh, she has to spend a, an action, her extra attack, uh, fixing it. And then um, it is uh, the bandit's turn. He takes his one javelin and uh, throws it at the crystal. Um, uh, and it's the same sound that woke you guys up. It's this, and the uh, whole um, 
you get your danger sense. Yay! Uh, the whole uh, ship shifts uh, down. Uh, roll dex, please. Uh, Seventeen for Kretha. Okay. Fifteen from Darren. Okay. Twenty for Oberon. Okay. Not twenty for Bankard. Great. Uh, so you guys are all fine. Uh, Kreflin, you barely notice. Um, it's like you saw it coming. You were like, ooh, better brace. Uh, and surprisingly, Captain Andre, uh, in attempt to fix her crossbow, actually begins to, uh, she falls over the edge. Oh, shit. Um, ah! Do you want to spend your reaction to try and catch yeah, her? Yeah, I do. All right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, roll a uh, strength check. Yeah. Uh, 14? No, I'm sorry, 11. Okay, uh, she, you uh, reach out, uh, you reach out and you uh, catch her, but uh, her bracer slips uh, and you're left holding on to it as she slips out of it. Uh, um, but she manages to reach up with her other arm and grab yours. <laughs> oh, amazing. Sweet Jesus. Uh, okay. Um, uh, the guy moves his griffin to the other crystal in the rear, and uh, the other griffin is able to shake off the uh, body of its dead rider. Uh, it falls, and it starts flying away as well. In my direction? Uh, no, oh, away right. from the ship. So then it's Kreflin's turn. Oh. All right, so I got a chick hanging off my arm, right? Yep. Uh, I guess I yank her up into a more comfortable position. Am I still swinging? Yeah, you're still hanging on the rope. You've got the you've got yeah. uh, the rope in one hand, uh, and then you've got her basically in the other, like on the other arm. Right. Uh, so I pull her up, and then I guess I start climbing the rope. Sure, she she like holds on yeah. to you as you start yeah. climbing. Sure. My hero. That'll take <laughs> uh, your action and your movement oh, to okay. get back up. That's great. Okay. Bank card. You know that last guy? Mm-hmm. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cast Divine Favor and then uh, say a small prayer to smite evil, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to throw a javelin at that guy. Okay, sure. Uh, 12. Uh, that misses. Well, I got another attack. There we go. Hey. Uh, 20. Yeah, that hits. Go for it. Hey. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Yeah. Oh, 15. Uh, what, you threw a javelin? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I got a six on the D6 and then a four on the D4. Right. Uh, damage. So as it flies through the air, it's like a, it's like a streak of white light going towards. That embeds directly in the side of this bandit and pops out the other side. Uh, it's like illuminated with the divine light as it falls. Uh, well, it's already dead, so I guess to its grave. Um, mm -hmm. You can see like it's, uh, its skeleton like buzzing yeah. inside. A little bit, just the <laughs> spine and like rib area. <laughs> um, and uh, so then uh, the crew go and uh, the the one runs over to the helm and tries to write it. Uh, and uh, the other... T. 
takes a running wild leap mm-hmm. uh, and tries to land on the griffin. Whoa. Uh, he does. Okay. Amazing. Uh, I got to find out that guy's name. Uh, <laughs> I a story about and, him. And uh, he sort of pulls it away from the, uh, the ship. And uh, he he like whispers to it as it as a, and uh, it settles down underneath him, and he he lands it on the deck. Yeah, the ship's Griffin Wrangler. Every everybody's got to have one. Yeah, ship Griffin Wrangler. <laughs> yeah, you can't fly without one. Can't, can't leave um, without one. The other crew, uh, we've now we now fall out of initiative. Um, and just as you reach the top of the uh, thing, you pull off. The Captain Andrews like thanks a bunch. No problem. Um, I tend to the wounded. Okay. Yeah, check out the helms helmsman. See if uh, he's like alive or, or just like bleeding or. Uh, so uh, he's dead. <laughs> well, that's rough. He does have yeah. two long scratches across his like torso and throat. Ooh. Killed by a griffin. Uh, I, I, Ouch. I'm gonna like admire the the griffin landed on the deck, right? Yep. I'm gonna like. Not approach too close, but I'm going to admire that griffin. <laughs> okay. And um, I'm going to ask the guy on the griffin, uh, hey, what's your name? My, my name is uh, Bivash Grevdel. That's Bivash? Bivash Grevdel. All right. I'm, uh, I've uh, been been doing this for a while, and after a while you learn, you know, that you gotta get used to the animals. You gotta learn to communicate with them. <laughs> I'm very impressed, Bivash. Thank, thank you. Yes, it's, that was an impressive display. I, I do try. Mm. Mostly, mostly it's it's so they don't kill us. <laughs> that's that's a good reason. Yeah. If you if you'd excuse me, I'm gonna uh, take him down below so uh, he. Uh, doesn't hurt anybody once the spell wears off. All right. He like opens up the like grated hatch thing in the middle of the deck and and uh, hops on and uh, <laughs> <laughs> down into the like cargo area. Uh, is there is there even with one crystal damaged? Is it was it broken by that attack or just damaged enough to rear the ship? Uh, roll Arcana. Uh, that is a thirteen. Um, it looks like it's, uh, been damaged, but, um, as soon as the fighting was over, one of the, cr- the other crew member ran down below, um, and brought up three other crew, uh, who have now started, uh, who have climbed over the edge of the ship with, like, ropes and stuff and have started, um, casting on it. And, uh, you watch for a while and slowly it looks like the magic has been, like, re- Restarted, like re-imbued into the stone, and and slowly, after a couple mm. hours, the uh, ship writes itself. Okay. Is, wah, 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 wah. is Andrea on the deck still? Yeah, she is. Okay, so I'm gonna approach her, and um, Andrea, I, I hope you're, I hope you're all right, but I need to ask you: do Did you happen to recognize those bandits? Uh, are they organized? Uh, will they attack again? It's not uh, often we're attacked, and, and usually it's a larger raiding party, usually with another ship. It's, uh, griffins aren't exactly the easiest of uh, mounts, so uh, this was quite rare. I would have liked to have captured one of them if I could. Uh, the, the griffin we'll have to do will be... Uh, I'm going to take a look at his saddle and, and uh, 
uh, other things that he has on, and hopefully that was we can. That awfully uh, ambitious, and they seem more interested in uh, taking the ship down than I don't know pirating or anything. Yes, it. it uh, I agree very much so. What's on the ship? Nothing of note, as far as I know. Even people. Well, there's us. Mm. Oh shit. Is there something I should know about you, Kreflin? <laughs> oh, a first name basis you guys are on. That's interesting. We're also on a first name basis, if you remember, Mr. Oberon Delgado. <laughs> I don't believe there, there is anything special other than um, Oberon here has clearly made plenty of enemies that... I have been on many journeys. <laughs> you may have heard of me. Uh... Roll deception, yep. please, guys. I'd want to kill him, you know. <laughs> Wait, even me? Oh, fuck me! No, you didn't say anything. Why do I keep using that thing? It's <laughs> of one. It's a, it's a failure. I rolled 17. She eyes Kreflin with a, a note of disbelief, uh, but you seem genuine enough that uh, she, she takes you for your word at the moment. Hmm. All right, well, I've got quite a bit to do... I'm down a helmsman, so I shall be... Did you need a hand with that? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've read a lot about flying airships. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so I've got... Uh, I'm, I'm down a crew member. Uh, we will... Hopefully this hasn't put us too off track, and we'll be able to land tomorrow afternoon. Captain, uh, do you have any other wounded that need attended to you? Uh, no. Uh, I'm fine. Thank you, though, uh, Paladin. Uh, and then she goes to uh, check her maps against the stars. <laughs> <laughs> she does captainy things. Captainy things. There's Just like a compass shit. involved. <laughs> Just captain shit, you know. Yeah. Oh, uh, you said in the morning we were gonna land. Uh, in the afternoon. In the afternoon. Um, in the time between now and us landing, I'm gonna go back to our quarters and uh, study that map that we got from Bryn's. Uh, sure. Bryn's apartment. Um, to see if I can make any sense, like correlate anything, see if I know anything about the locations that have been circled, the locations that have been X'd off, just anything I can try and glean from what he was trying to keep track of. Sure. I'm going to go into the, I'm going to find uh, Bevash and ask him to take me to the hold where that griffin is. Okay. You look around and find Bevash in the hold with the griffin. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, Bevash, do you think it's okay if I uh, check this Griffin's? Does it have saddlebags? Uh, I I took off all the the stuff. It, it's over there. Do you mind if I look through it? I won't take anything. I, I'm just interested uh, from a purely curious standpoint. I mean, the cap these... the captain's gone through it, but you're welcome to. All right, so I'm going to rummage through those saddlebags and see if I can find anything of note. Okay. You see, uh, it's, you know, weapons, a little bit of, uh, dried meat, some, uh, some hard tack, what you know to be called Lambus. <laughs> uh, you know, put that in the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, there's also a scroll, um, with a seal attached to it. I'm going to take a look at that. Sure. Uh, the um, seal is one that you've definitely seen before. And yet another secret note is passed to Darren by the, oh, by the DM. Everyone gets all these secret conversations. <laughs> um, so uh, 
that that's pretty much all that results from the uh, the search of the saddlebags. Um, you uh, Oberon look at the map. Um, you notice that many of these places are uh, that are circled um, are not. Uh, it seems to be like anywhere of note, like in the middle of a forest, on the top of a mountain. Um, no place that seems like it would really have any necessary value to it. Um, uh, but then a few of them are very specifically drawn um, in, in, uh, in very densely populated areas. Um, there, you also notice one differently colored circle um, basically to the south uh, and east of um, Baldur's Gate in the uh, Condath Forest and also in the uh, high forest east of uh, Neverwinter. Okay. But no real uh, meaning is gleaned from it, just more detail as you examine it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this note and I'm going to head back to the, our quarters. Okay. Not before throwing that, um, that dried meat to the griffin on my way out. Caca. <laughs> oh, he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I quickly become stoic again. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess Kreflin gathers up his weapons and deposits them back into his place and then goes in search of some alcohol. Right. Uh, there, uh, there's some cooking brandy in the kitchen. Mm. Um, there's also a, a few small barrels of ale. Uh, it's a, like a light ale, uh, not, not too high in alcohol content. Um, More calories. <laughs> uh, um, is there like a cook around or something? Anybody? Is this in the kitchen? I'm assuming. Uh, Welby is sitting like oh, in the corner, Welby. Welby. Uh, in the kitchen, sort of like <laughs> grace, like he's been told. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, halfway to the past. Uh, oh, there will be out here. Survive the attack, did you? Yes, it, it is very, uh, very, very scary, but I am okay now. How are you, sir, Mountain Dwarf? Is there anything I can get for you? Tell me, Welby, is there any uh, alcohol around these parts? I see there's a barrel over there. I see some cooking brandy. Is there anything else? Oh, well, we are not allowed to um, have that. I mean, I am not allowed to have that at all. Well. But, um, <laughs> but uh, I know that the captain has many... Um, uh, vines and uh, and uh, ales up in her private quarters. Oh, well, uh, thank you for that information. I'm just going to take a nip, nip of this real quick, and he uh, like chugs down two giant gulps of <laughs> cooking brandy. Blood. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, oh, that that does not look like it is good. The the cook never uses it because he says it is such shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd agree with your cook there, but if he thinks it's shit, I might as well. I mean, tucks it away into his little pouch. <laughs> Take uh, it off his hand. It is our little secret. <laughs> I like you, Wilby. Uh, you're adorable. I'll stick around me, lad. You'll learn a few things. Oh, no. Thank you. I will I will try, Mr. Sir Martin Dorf. Call me Kreflin, Wilby. Kreflin. No, that's close enough. Things that went horribly wrong this episode. Kreflin became a role model. <laughs> <laughs> and he pats the little dude on the head and uh, wanders off in a general direction of 
Welby follows you because you told him to stay close. <laughs> what, are you, what are you calling Welby? Sir, you told me to stay close to you. I will learn things. Maybe perhaps a little bit later you could learn some things from me. I um, won't be the best teacher uh, coming up here soon, I suppose. Oh, I am I am sorry that I have failed you. Oh, good God, will be. <laughs> Come with me. Let's go stoke some fire into the thingamajig. Oh, I have never been allowed up there. This sounds so exciting. Come along. You'll be with me. You'll be allowed. <laughs> Can we hold hands? <laughs> I offer out a pinky. He takes it. Oh. <laughs> I'm just imagining Welby up stoking the fire. He like takes off his shirt and he's also got a white beater. Like a tiny, tiny little white beater. Oh. Uh, I guess I take Welby up there with me. Oh, hello, Angus. I am very excited to be up here with you. <laughs> and and Mr. Mountendorf Creflin, he is so nice to me. He is he is letting me come with him. Is this not a, very exciting? And Ang- <laughs> What's Angus? What's Angus do? Angus is like... <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Give the lad a chance, Angus. Mm. And then he just like... For the rest of the time, he's just like, Rasa, frassin. <laughs> like, he's not complaining, but he you get the distinct impression that he likes being up in the nest, <laughs> specifically so he's not around. Right? <laughs> to that. He copies you for a full, like, 45 minutes, and then he starts, like, playing with his shoes and, like, you know, like, just... No, fucking around. You know, playing with, like, little sticks that he finds and <laughs> stuff, and then uh, he falls asleep. Oh. Oh, poor little lad, I wore him out. Uh, do you know where his quarters are? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just deposit him off somewhere then down below. I'm sure somebody <laughs> will find him and put him in the right spot. Uh, so you take him downstairs yep. uh, and you meet uh, Cade um, as you're carrying him down and Cade yep. is, offers to take him and well, puts him... Thank you, lad. Uh, he gives you a curt little bow and takes Welby off to his room. Cool. Craflin goes to find a place to spend the night. He does. Captain's quarters. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, Darren is like in the in like in our room and like nobody's there. It's just like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm there. Oh, you're, you're there. Yeah, I, I'm just sitting there all by yourself. I guess oh, I just God. didn't notice you. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been sitting over here quietly for the past like three hours, looking over this map. That is weird. Huh. You're sitting quietly. Oberon, I didn't see you there. <laughs> hey, I found something that may very well be of interest in that uh, Griffin saddlebag. Oh. Uh, it looks like uh, we may have been the intended targets of that attack. I received uh, what I can only describe as a hit list here, which uh, lists off, would you mind? Uh, uh, oh, oh, t- two humans, one uh, mountain dwarf, a uh, bear cloak, <laughs> one elf. I'll be damned if that doesn't describe our exact uh, adventuring party. What's BTH? Uh, my guess is Bryn the Handsome. Oh, yeah. Human BTH, Bryn the Handsome, and that's crossed off. It's crossed off. off, and that worries me. I don't know if they've sent out a... a well, he s- was in the Temple of Cuthbert. I mean, there's... That would be, like, a full-fledged attack. I, I would be very impressed. Uh, it's possible that they just think he's dead, in which case, That'd that's great. great news. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then one half-elf uh, between NW and WD, so Neverwinter never and Waterdeep. Yeah. Which means 
if their information is correct, that Enna is still alive. Yeah, between Neverwinter and Waterdeep. Not between, one or the other, which yeah. is about as much information as we have. Um, so it's a, it's a race to figure out what happened to Enna, I suppose. Um, we're going to have to watch our backs. Good thing we've thwarted at least this attempt. And, yeah. well, there's no one to go back and make any reports about this. Right. Oof. Good. Maybe they'll send more next time. Oh, uh, bank card. Didn't bank notice card, you're here, too. Oh. <laughs> Everybody's so quiet. I was just reading some text. You have an extra one of those books around, right? But without looking up, bank card reaches into his bag and hands it to you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll give this a couple hundred read-throughs in my four hours that uh, I'm out of trance and you guys are still asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, you guys spend the evening. uh, The rest of it's uneventful. You get the feeling that Cade has given a lot of attention to the other guests. You land uh, at the Waterdeep Spire without any further um, incident. You disembark... Uh, early afternoon, and uh, you... Not before a friendly handshake with Andre. Indeed. Thanks for the safe flight, Captain. And thank you for your help. It was invaluable. Oberon? Do, do you have that many adventurers help you, or do you run into a lot of adventurers? Not so many. <laughs> I'm. It's such a travesty not to run into more people like you, Oberon. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so great to hear. And uh, I shake her hand. Yes, he's a great man. <laughs> Don't forget the name, yeah. Oberon Delgado. Cade is waiting for you at the top of the spire, uh, hands you back 30 gold, uh, is thanks, you get a discount for your uh, help. You want to just add that to yeah, our adventuring the, fund? Yeah, oh. put it in the fund. And uh, that is, as you disembark, that is where we will stop for uh, today. Woohoo! Great session. Whee! You've landed in Waterdeep. And now the adventure begins. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast and Dungeons and Dragons are trademarks of Wizards of the Coast LLC, a subsidiary of Hasbro. Go to dnd.wizards.com to find out more.